another mini music ray gun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, how are you doing? I'm lovely, Paul. Thank you for asking. You are lovely. I feel lovely. Uh, you told me two minutes ago yes. that you had something to talk about. I did. This is from uh, well, when this uh, when this airs. This is from last month. So this past October, mm-hmm. uh, Morse Day came out with an autobiography. Uh, lead singer of the time. Mm-hmm. And the uh, autobiography is called On Time, A Princely Life in Funk. Okay. Yeah. 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 It gets worse than that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you're admitting that that's bad. That's bad. That he's still invoking Prince to, to, yeah. Really very on the nose like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A missed opportunity. He should have just called his autobiography Gigolos Get Lonely too, which is the great song from the time. But here's here's the hook of this autobiography because it's not a normal autobiography. Okay. There's chunks where it is a normal autobiography where he talks about his life and how he got started, how he met Prince, and then it'll stop. Mm-hmm. And then there will be an imaginary conversation between Morris and dead Prince. No. Yes. Come yes. on! Yes. So, like, here's the... I never read excerpts, excerpts from it, and it's weird. So, it's normal autobiography of, like, oh, I started in Minneapolis, and I started out as a drummer, and uh, at one point, Prince asked me to be in his band. And then it stops, and it goes into italicized dialogue yeah. of Dead Prince and Morse Day, of Prince going, whoa, 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 that's not how it went down. Oh, no. I... You begged me to be in this band. Morris, no, I didn't. Prince, yeah, you did. That's all you wanted to be was in my band. That's not true. That's the whole book. Oh, God. Yeah. Just so it's like a conversation with Prince. It's a conversation with dead, a made up imaginary conversation with dead Prince in the midst of all the autobiography. And I'm still going to read it. Oh, you haven't read it? No, I haven't. This is just what you've heard about it. I've read the excerpts from it. I wouldn't doubt for a second that you'd read yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. going to go get it and yeah, read yeah, yeah. it. But just like there's stuff like weird, like like cringy, like Prince going, hey, man, I'm not sure if this is cool or not. You writing about me. You know, I can't I can't really have a say in things. And Morris yeah. goes, man, you know I'll be true. I know you. Yeah, but I don't get to control it like I want to. No, man, you're, 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 you're my guy. I've known you forever. It'll be fine. When was the last time they even talked? <laughs> oh, I think... I mean, they were they patched things up a while ago. Well, I didn't think they were enemies. But no, it's not like they were. You know, it's uh, not like the time had a group text with Prince. I mean, they shouldn't because uh, he wouldn't let them use the name the time. Right. Yeah. So they had to use the original seven because Prince, like, you can't go on a right, tour right, and say right. say the time. That reminds me a little bit of Glow, the autobiography of Rick James, mm-hmm. which he wrote. Uh, presumably from prison when he was in prison in like the early 90s mm-hmm. and then it will occasionally break from the narrative to him in prison writing it where his prison buddy whose name I don't remember is like encouraging him to write it and telling him <laughs> like man you gotta tell that story blah blah now oh. I assumed immediately when I read the autobiography of Rick James that this prison buddy was a wholly invented yeah. fiction um, maybe he was maybe he wasn't but even if he had been a real it's like it doesn't matter because he's not uh, a person of the stature of prince yes yes um a figurative stature yes. not a literal stature yeah. obviously like yeah you can put words in the mouth of 
Carl, the the, the your, inmate, your, your celly. Yeah, your like celly. If, if you if you need to. <laughs> yes, uh, but not. Prince. It's not shitting on the legacy. Yeah, of, yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. tacky. That's yeah, pretty and, tacky. And I love Morris Day, and I love the time, but it is like you said early on. It just feel like, hey, you know, um, I was a part of Prince. Prince was a part of me, like we were buds. Yeah, and, yeah. And look, see, I called it princely, and I'm having a conversation with Prince. Oh like, no! So it feels a little like needy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also on some level, like self-aware. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the guy who doesn't exist on any level without Prince being part of the story. Yes, yeah, so I would have been a local musician had it not been for Prince. Yeah. So let's put him in my autobiography. I guess in that way, it's better than if he had waited until Prince was dead to write his memoirs and then be like, I was actually in control the whole time. <laughs> it was me. Morris Day. I was the, the, the brains behind Prince. I wrote all of his music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Played all of instruments. It was me. That would have been worse. That would have been weird. Oh, but thank you for telling me. Yes. I, I might read it too. I now. mean, I'll, oh, yeah, we'll have to dig yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, but now it's time for Don't At Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when we each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Please. Craig, yeah. I have a pretty long Don't At Me this time. Yeah. I'm going full Andy Rooney with this one. <laughs> Andy Rooney! I've got a monologue, so why don't you go first? I'll go first. Luckily, mine is, very, mine is very, very short. Uh, I've done these from time to time, and uh, so there's a theme here, but this has been on my mind. Uh Um, Atlantic Star is better than Five Star, but not as good as Midnight Star. Don't at me. (laughs) I can't at you because this is, of all the don't at me's you've ever (laughs) said, one that the most completely flew over my mind. Pray to God there's one person out there who listens and went, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. I get it. There's nobody else okay. in the world who has an opinion about this, but you will know sure of it. Atlantic Star is... It rings the, a bell. They did Secret Lovers. Uh, Secret Lovers. That's what we are. Maybe. Oh. And then Five Star, you wouldn't know, because they're a British family band yeah. that did R&B, and they did a song called I'll Fall Down and uh, Let Me Be the One. But then Midnight Star, you might know... No parking on the dance floor? Dude, no. no. parking, baby. No parking. <laughs> ah, no one knows me. No uh, one knows me. I mean, when when we get to our next full-length episode, we're just going to revisit how different <laughs> our musical backgrounds yes. are. But so then these three bands have nothing to do with each other other than stars and all of them. And they're around basically the same time. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe it was a thing like... The Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Starship thing, where they no. were different iterations of the no. same band. Different Not iterations. They were the they were three bands that had the name Star in it, right. all around the same time of the mid eighties. How would you fit Maurice Star into this? Oh, he's way at the bottom. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's mine. All right. Buck, buckle up. Uh, Halloween is this week <laughs> as this episode drops. And I think uh, most people threw their Halloween parties over the weekend, but spooky season isn't over yet, so I want to address the issue of Halloween playlists. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, stop being so basic with your Halloween playlists. I hear the same songs every October, more so than during Christmas time. There are so many songs about monsters and horror, 
even by the artists whose tired, spooky songs everyone trots out year after year, people need to make better, less expected, more original choices for their Halloween playlists. But Kirk, the hand strikes and gives a flower. <laughs> I don't like to complain about something without providing a solution. So to, so to get everyone started, I'm going to offer alternative Halloween playlist selections for a few of the hackiest, most beaten into the ground songs we all hear Halloween after Halloween. First, The Freaks Come Out at Night by Houdini. Great song. I love that song. A couple of problems, though. It's overplayed. But more than that, it's not even Halloween-themed. So instead, try Haunted House of Rock, also by Houdini. It's just as great, plus it's on theme. Okay, second one. Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. I love that song. Not only is it on theme for the season, it's also a great party song. That's why it's in Back to School. (laughs) But it's still a hacky choice. So I recommend swapping in No One Lives Forever by Oingo Boingo, also from the Dead Man's Party album. It's like an even spookier version of Dead Man's Party. Better choice. And last but not least, Thriller. I can't stress enough how I don't need to hear Thriller ever again. Not because it's bad, and not even because Michael Jackson is cancelled, but just because it's so overplayed. If you put Thriller on your Halloween playlist, not only are you lazy, but I think you hate music. (laughs) Here's my alternative. The Boogeyman by the Jackson 5 from 1973. This is a deep cut from when the band's career was at a dip. This way, you'll still get to have MJ on the playlist, but it'll actually sound fresh. TLDR... Thriller is banned from <laughs> Halloween playlists forever. Don't at me. Yes. 100%. 100%. All right. 100. I, was, I wasn't sure where you were going to go with Thriller because I was yeah. like, of course you're going to talk about Thriller. Yeah. So bravo on that deep cut. Like, I only, like, kind of know that one. The Boogeyman's good because it's, I know, it's yeah. about, like, a dancing man, yeah. but it also has lots of sound effects. So I do recall that. Yeah. Well done and timely, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So not too pe- long. People listening to this have a couple days left before Halloween. Yeah. Spice it up. Think about it. Embrace it. He's not wrong. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for your support. You're welcome. Now it's time for our music trivia quiz. This is the part of the mini episode when we each ask each other questions from the music themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985. So all of the questions are about music from before 1985. So it's pretty darn difficult. Pretty darn. Last time we played, Kirk won. Came back. His current winning streak stands at one. Mm-hmm. I embarrassed myself. <laughs> I didn't one. even really. Because I just wasn't I did wasn't close to knowing anything. The only thing you did was you second-guessed the card early on. Yeah, but I did get zero out of six. Yes. After getting six out of six the week before. That's so true. just wild swings yeah. in this game. It's an emotional roller coaster. Um, but I'm going first because you're defending this. Alrighty time. then. So I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose this card. Interesting. I also did this that thing last time where yeah where I yeah. second guessed the you card. So this the time card. I'm going with my first. <clears throat> going with the gut. All right, here we go. Cover notes. Mm-hmm. Who was voted Billboard's most promising country and western artist in 1955? Ooh. I'm going to say Elvis Presley. You were going to say correctly. All right. That is correct. All right. Mom, mm-hmm. what Iowa-born trumpeter is widely acclaimed as the first great white jazz musician? 
Wow. Uh, can I even think of a white trumpet player from the early part of the 20th century? I can not. <laughs> uh, Louis Bellini. Bix Biederbeck. Oh, Big Spiderback. Big Spiderback. Big, big Spiderback. I have no idea who that is. Oh, yeah. I know that name. Okay. But uh, that was I would fun. not have come up with that. Yeah. 50s. What do Mickey and Sylvia describe love as in the title of a 57 hit? <coughs> We've talked about Mickey and I Sylvia I figure we before. have. I figure we have. Mickey and Sylvia described love as a dead mouse. Love is a dead mouse by Mickey and Sylvia. Are you serious? That's I don't know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> strange. Love is strange. Love is strange. Okay. Love is strange. Yeah. 60s. What cuddly creature did Jim Morrison fondle at a notorious March 1st, 1969 Miami concert? Oh. Hmm. Um. What cuddly creature did what he fondle? What cuddly creature did Jim Morrison fondle at a notorious March 1st, 69 Miami concert? I remember that he exposed himself at a concert. I remember that as well. But I don't think Trivial Pursuit would refer to Jim Morrison's <laughs> gentles His as junk. a cuddly creature that yes. he fondled. Um, a bat. A sheep. Okay. Which is another reason why Jim Morrison and the door suck. Yeah. Uh, after Beatles. Mm-hmm. What disco queen teams with Barbara Streisand on No More Tears, parenthetical, Enough is Enough? Donna Summer is my that guess. That is correct. Okay. That's a, a fine song, too. You got two. Yeah. Here's for par. This is for par. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. What retired American diva became director of the New York City Opera? What retired American diva became director of the New York City Opera? Yeah. This is 1985, so I know they're using diva properly and not just oh, as in as a term for like a bitchy pop star, yeah. but probably an opera singer. Yes, and I don't know the name of any single opera singer, so I don't know. Beverly Sills. <sighs> yeah, I know the name in theory. Yeah, two. All right, yeah, two. Shoot, uh, did I, do I struck out oh, again. There we go. All right, all right. But I could still win. Yeah. Anything anything can happen. You could get zero this time. It could happen, and that would be bad. Choose your card wisely. Right there. All right. <clears throat> oh, just a layup for your first question. <laughs> What's the short form for the British duo Tyrannosaurus Rex? Oh, T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. You- I swear to God, I never even thought of that until this moment. <laughs> yeah, the band's... I did not know the name yeah. of the dinosaur. That's fine. Uh, your mother should know. What Brigadoon song opens, What a day this has been, what a rare mood I'm in. It's almost like being in love. Incorrect. That's the next line I don't know. The almost name. like being in love. Oh, There's no it's in the damn. No, I'll give that to you. You have two, so we're tied. All right. And you still have four questions left. All right. 1950s, what happy song from The King and I notes, while shivering in my shoes, I strike a careless pose? Oh, boy. Sing one more time. What happy song from The King and I notes, 
What while shivering in my shoes, I strike a careless pose. I don't know. I don't know any King and I songs. I've never heard of this either. I whistle a happy tune. Mm, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. 1960s. This is a multiple choice. I think you're going to need it. All right. Who hit the top ten with California Sun? The Impalas, the Rivieras, or the Surfaris? Say one more time, please. Yeah. Who hit the top ten with California Sun? You know the song. Everyone knows the song. Was it the Impalas, the Rivieras, or the Surfaris? The Impalas. Incorrect. It's the Riviera. Damn it, I thought that was that one too. Fuck. All right, we're still tied. (sighs) After the Beatles. Who declares Bongo Man Don't Give Up in Rasta Man Live Up? Bob Marley. Correct. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You you win. I win. You have a two-game streak going. Mm -hmm. One more question, just as an expo mission. Alrighty. Anything goes. What century saw renewed interest in the harpsichord after its demise in the 18th? The 19th. The 20th. I don't even know. Yeah. All right. That was a 50-50 essentially. Yeah. All right. Three to two. Streak continues. Yes, it does. Now it's getting juicy. Your streak isn't as long as my most recent streak. (laughs) But then again, I didn't get zero. That's true. But you also didn't get six. (laughs) That's right. See it all even time. Yeah. That's why three is par. (laughs) But that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.